Chapter seventy five of Half a Century by Jane Grace Wishelm. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Take boat and see a social party. Next morning, a new surgeon took charge and ordered that hay to be removed. The men clung to their beds and sent for me. I pled a respite in hopes of getting muslin to make ticks but was soon detected in the act of taking a bowl of broth to one of my patients this the surgeon forbade on the ground that it was not regular meal-time i said the man was asleep at meal-time this he would not permit men must be fed at regular hours or not at all and the new authority informed me that more wounded soldiers had been killed by women stuffing them than by anything else he had just come from massachusetts and this was his first day among the wounded i set my bowl down before the altar found a surgeon who ranked him and stated the case when the higher authority said give every man an ox every day if he will take it in beef tea but doctor there is nothing in beef tea i give broth very good give them whatever you please and whenever you please we can trust you the new surgeon was promptly dismissed and when next i saw him he was on his way back to massachusetts that night a nurse came for me to go to the theatre which had been vacated and once more almost filled with men who lay in total darkness without having any provision made for them i got them lights nurses and food but could not go back for another siege in that building could not leave my present post but the city was being evacuated both theatre and church were emptied and i went to the tobacco warehouse where mrs ingersoll was perplexed about a man with a large bullet in his brain when i had seen him and assured her that another ounce of lead in a skull of that kind was of no consequence she redoubled her care and i have no doubt he is living yet but there was one man in whom i felt a deep interest and for whom i saw little hope he had a chest wound and had seemed to be doing well when there was a hemorrhage and he lay white and still almost as death he must not attempt to speak and i was a godsend to him for i knew what he needed without being told and gave him the best care i could he was of a western state and his name was dutton and when i left him i thought he must die in being moved as he must be soon but i must go with a boatload of wounded this boat was a mere transport and its precious freight was laid on the decks as close as they could well be packed the cabin floor being given up to the wounded officers there were several surgeons on board who may have been attending to the men but cannot remember seeing any but one engaged in any kind of that work there were also seven lady nurses all i think volunteers all handsomely if not elegantly dressed of course they could do nothing there and i cannot see how they could have done anything among the wounded in any place where there were no bedsteads to protect the men from their hoops they had probably been engaged in preparing food taking charge of and distributing supplies and other important work for personal attendance on the men was but a part of the work to be done surgeons could do little without soiling their uniforms but my dress had long been past soiling or spoiling my old kid slippers without heels could be slid with the foot in them quite under a man and as i stepped sideways across them they took care that my soft dress did not catch on their buttons when i sat on one heel to bathe the hot face 
give a drink or dress a wound some man took hold of me with his well hand and steadied me while another held my basin i had half of an old knapsack to put under a wound keep the floor dry and catch the worms when i drove them out and no twenty early birds ever captured so many in the same length of time i became so eager in the pursuit that i kept it up by candlelight until late midnight when i started to go to my stateroom entering the cabin i came upon a social party the like of which i trust no one else will ever see on the sofas sat those seven lady nurses each with the arm of an officer around her waist in full view of the wounded men on the floor some of whom must go from that low bed to one still lower even down under the daisies i stopped uttered some exclamation then stood in speechless surprise three surgeons released the ladies they were holding came forward and inquired if there was anything wanted i might have replied that men and women were wanted but think i said nothing when i reached my room i found in the berth a woman who raised up and said the stewardess told me this was your room will you let me stay with you she was another georgie young calm strong refined was miss gray of columbia hospital and stayed with me through a long hard trial in which she proved that her price was above rubies next morning i found one of the guards young johnson the son of an old wilkinsburg schoolmate hoped i had so checked the decay and final destroyers which had already taken hold of him that he might live wrote to his people and saw him at noon transferred with the other patients the surgeons and stylish lady nurses to a large hospital boat when miss gray and i returned in the transport to fredericksburg End of chapter seventy five